Hey, and welcome to Hypnotize Me, the podcast about hypnosis, transformation, and healing. This is Dr. Elizabeth Bonet, and I'm your host. This podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment, nor should it be. If you need therapy or hypnotherapy, please seek a trained professional. I do hypnosis all over the world, so if you'd like to learn more about me, you can do that at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. That's D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. Now on to our episode. Hi, Dr. Liz here. Welcome to the show this week. I know I do like a standard welcome at the beginning of the show, but I have a hard time like not doing another one. I think it's like the Southern girl in me. I don't know. So this week is part three of the chronic pain series. And then I may take a week or two off. I'm getting a new roof because mine was affected by Hurricane Irma back in September and I have heard that it's just going to be filthy in my house, like all the dust coming down and all that stuff. And like everything right now in my house is covered with like that, like plastic tarps that they use when someone's taking down knockdown or the painters come in, you know, and they tarp everything. That's what my house looks like right now. (laughs) So it is not easy to record. I left my mic uncovered so that I can record this today and the roofers are supposedly coming tomorrow. I feel lucky to have roofers showing up at all. Like I'm telling you, I had to call like so many companies to even get someone to come out. So happy to have them here. All right, let's jump into the episode. This week I'm talking about the physiological measures of pain. It's gonna be pretty scientific in case you don't like that kind of episode, (laughs) okay? Um, And some of them I'm just gonna read because these are like uh, big studies. I don't actually understand all the like, you know, physiological measures they do and all of this stuff, but I did wanna give you a good idea for people who are really into that. I know on a previous episode I had said, I had this client who said, my perception of pain is less. Is it actually less? Or am I just feeling that way? Which is always a really great question. I love that question. The short answer to that is, no, your body's actually feeling less pain from all the studies that I've read. But the longer answer to that is, does it really matter? In my opinion, if you're feeling less pain, quote unquote feeling, if you're perceiving less pain, if you're going home and you have a tool that you can use so that you feel less pain, like you perceive it, what does it matter whether it's actually less pain or not? Like really, particularly with chronic pain, you're talking about pain that's lasting over time. It's very different than acute pain where you break your arm and you know you gotta get it fixed and then it's gonna heal and then it's gonna be done, right? So you're gonna be in pain for a little bit But eventually that arm's going to mend and you're not going to feel pain there. Unless you're like 65 and it's raining, you're like, oh, my elbow's hurting back when I broke it when I was a young kid. I don't know. Um, That's what my grandpa was like. (laughs) I'm not saying everybody's like that. That's what my grandpa was like. And certainly as I age, I feel injuries in my body that I had when I was younger. So I totally get it. Okay, not my 50s or 60s yet, but I totally get it. I'm going to be there and I'm going to be the grandma who's going to be like, oh, my left knee back from when I was running marathons, you know, 
My point here is that we can help you reduce the feeling that you're in pain, (laughs) then we've won, okay? We have won the game there. We can give you a tool to use where you're like, geez, my back is killing me. And you know, I don't even like that language really. Like, hopefully your back is not actually killing you, okay? (laughs) But anyway, my back is really hurting. I'm in a lot of pain. Let me see if I can use my hypnosis to help me function better today. And then you can. Wonderful. Like, that's great. We've won the game there. And perhaps you need to use that in the morning and then you need to do your stretches at noon and then you need to do something else in the afternoon, maybe take a nap or go to the gym, make sure you're exercising. That's always good for the back. Hey, there's um, definitely two schools of thought around this one. There's my ex-husband's school of thought who like lays in bed all day when his back goes out. And there's my school of thought where I'm like, okay, I got to move every 15 minutes here to um, work through this back pain and make sure it's, you know, not coming back. And then perhaps you use a quick hypnosis technique in the afternoon that just helps you bring the level down even more and then you're good, all right? Or maybe you fall asleep to a nice relaxing uh, forest walk or something like that. I have a hypnosis on my website actually for chronic pain that helps reduce it. So perhaps you fall asleep to that file at night and you feel great and you sleep through the night and you don't feel as then you're in as much pain. To me, that's a win. I know for others, they really need that science behind things. So let's look at the first one. Okay, this one I am going to read. The next one I'm going to talk about a little more. This was published in the International Journal of Clinical and Experimental Hypnosis, Volume 63, Issue 2, in 2015. Pain Perception and Hypnosis, Findings from Recent Functional Neuroimaging Studies. Here's the abstract. Hypnosis modulates pain perception and tolerance by affecting cortical and subcortical activity in brain regions involved in these processes. By reviewing functional neuroimaging studies focusing on pain perception under hypnosis, the authors aim to identify brain activation deactivation patterns occurring in hypnosis modulated pain conditions. Different changes in brain functionality occurred throughout all components of the pain network and other brain areas. The anterior cingulate cortex appears to be central in modulating pain circuitry activity under hypnosis. Most studies also show that the neural functions of the prefrontal, insular, and somatosensory cortices are consistently modified during hypnosis-modulated pain conditions. Functional neuroimaging studies support the clinical use of hypnosis in the management of pain conditions. So there you go. A lot of the brain areas that are responsible in the pain network are being affected by hypnosis. So I read this and I was like, woohoo, this is great. This next one is reaction to pain stimulus before and during hypnosis measured by pupillary reaction published in the American Journal of Clinical Hypnosis has like four or five authors. So that will be in the show notes on my website. If you want to see the actual authors or the links to the studies, I always publish in my show notes on my website, if you didn't know that. So this will be 
drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-C, hypnosis.com, slash episode 75 is where you can find it. Now, this one I found really interesting because you can measure a pain reaction by the pupils, a change in the pupils. So what they did is they had a baseline measure of somebody's pupils and then they caused them pain a little bit. And there's a couple of different ways they do this in the lab. We're not talking significant pain here. They're not breaking any bones. But what they do do is they use like pressure or heat or cold ice water, a frozen alcohol spray. Those have all been utilized, which have been proven to be effective and causing a little bit of pain, but also safe. And then they're measuring the pupils with a computer. So they hook these people up to like computers, cameras, all that stuff. And then they do this. So they get this baseline reaction to pain. And then they put the person into a hypnotic trance, just using simple deductions, stuff that I've talked about on the podcast before. And then they cause the pain. And then they measure the pupils. So this is their result. A statistically significant reduction to the baseline value, the last measured value before stimulus application, was found when the prehypnotic and the hypnotic condition were compared. And it's P less than 0.05. We found that the pain stimulus was significantly reduced during hypnosis when compared to non-hypnosis when measured by pupil dilation. In comparing pupil dilation in the two groups, the pain-induced maximal pupil dilation differed significantly between the measurements before and during hypnosis. Then they said the absolute pupil diameter change represents the difference between the initial value and the minimal stimulus value. The pain-related absolute pupil diameter change was less during the hypnotic state when compared to the non-hypnotic state. And that is also P less than 0.05. So this is great. Like basically they measured actual sensation of pain in hypnosis without hypnosis. They go on to talk about the implications for this and say, you know, this is a hypnosis technique that took them 10 minutes. That's it, 10 minutes to administer. And in another study, they were talking about hypnosis cut procedure room time when someone's going in for surgery by 17 minutes, even though the hypnosis took 10 of that. Okay. So it significantly cut procedure room time. And even four hours after the start of the procedure, hypnotized patients were doing much better in terms of pain and anxiety. So that study was done by Lang and Al in 2000, but what these authors were saying is that now we have actual measures that it's not just perception of pain, it is actual experience of pain is less, like the body's feeling less pain. We don't control our pupil dilation, okay? <laughs> like nobody's controlling that. The body actually experiences less pain when under hypnosis. So I really liked this one. I thought it was a really cool study. All right, let's do one more and then we'll wrap up. This one is called The Neurobiology of Pain, Affect, and Hypnosis, published in 2004 in the American Journal of Clinical Hypnosis by Jeffrey B. Feldman, Wake Forest School of Medicine. And basically, he says that neuroimaging studies have used hypnotic suggestion to distinguish the brain structures most associated with the sensory and affective dimensions of pain. And then he says it's proposed that the activation of a portion of the prefrontal cortex 
In response to both hypnotic suggestions for decreased pain and to positive emotional experience might indicate a more general underlying mechanism. So he's like, hey, there's something going on here. <laughs> it needs more research. There are individual differences in reactivity to pain, emotion, and stress. And there's possible roles of that, those differences in the development of chronic pain. So he does acknowledge we all have individual differences. And I want to say this too. Okay, you can do a million studies. You can read a million studies. But we are all individuals and we have our own reactions to pain. We have our own histories of pain as well, whether that's caused psychologically, physically, emotionally, like through trauma, through not through trauma, like all these different histories that we all have. And we do process pain differently. These studies I find hopeful because it says, hey, if you are the type of person who wants to take control of some of your pain, who wants to work on reducing chronic pain, who wants to work even on reducing, let's say, acute pain, like you're going in for surgery and you don't want to feel as much pain, you want to heal faster, that type of thing, then hypnosis is a really valid, researched, reliable option. So that's it for today, folks. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you in a couple of weeks. Peace. I hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis.